Welcome to today's Sticks and Dirt Kidmen podcast, a Christian-based kids ministry broadcast for the family of teachers, volunteers, and light creative soul winners, sharing experience and experiments. And now, today's podcast. Welcome to Sticks and Dirt Kidman Podcast. My name is Randy, and we are on Facebook, Instagram, and a website, www.sndkidman.com, or Sticks and Dirt on the social media sites there. And uh, today we're going to be talking about transitioning uh, with your children. They graduate to a new class, and a new, or in our case, kids coming into our class. So we'll be talking about that, more on that side of it. But before we get started, what we want to do is kind of go around the table here and introduce all of our uh, players today. As always, and every day, he does the pod jinx. He loves kids' jokes. Oh, yeah. And uh, we want to uh, make a great big warm welcome to Travis Johnson. Travis. Travis. Old Stark, sorry. Stark. Has anyone seen Travis? No, it's too dark. I can't Andrew, you seen Travis anywhere? No, I didn't see him. Travis! Help me holler. Travis! 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 Travis, come on, man. I don't uh, think here. He's not here today because he's at the dentist getting some dentist work done, or was. So, the, the sad thing about that is, he texted me and said, I won't be able to come today because he had... I guess some teeth puller, some teeth work, whatever. I said, dude, I think we're missing a real good opportunity. I said, you do pod jinx, you tell kid jokes. You come in here today and do kid jokes with galls in your mouth and on your Tylenol codeine, that would be a good combination. You guys think so? Be I think better it would be. if he was. Um, I think it'd be pretty hilarious. He's on laughing gas. But <laughs> anyway, Travis isn't here today, and we're really sorry about that. So you know, I'm just really kind of sorry he's not here today, but. Anywho, over here we and well in his place I have Taylor. Woo-hoo. Oh, that's and, that new baby coming. <laughs> and but, I would like to just publicly apologize for the person who was listening to the intro and then freaked out and looked for the smoke detector going off in their house. I think it was a forklift was backing that? up. I'm pretty sure it sounded like it. It like a, it. It sounded like a smoke detector. Because I was like, what? What? What's going on? I was, that, was that what it was like. supposed to be? Was that yeah, it was a smoke alarm. Yeah, like oh, smoke I thought it was supposed to be room. a forklift backing up. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, it could be, but no, it's a, it's a smoke alarm. Yeah, yeah, smoke, yeah it's too frequent. Alarm. Yeah, it's too frequent. Uh, to yeah. Never mind. Because I thought one was going off in here. I was like, wait, what? And the guy who thought the smoke alarm was a forklift <laughs> backing up is Justin. Let's give it up for Justin. Yay! Semi plausible, to be fair. There we go. Very good. Awesome. And over here, last, well, Jared, he's. Jared? Uh oh. I mean, we got two of them gone today? Yeah. Well, really? Wait, just wait, one. wait, 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 wait. Jared. Wait, Jared's count as one gone? No. <laughs> Jared doesn't count as gone. Jared is counting when he's here. <laughs> yeah, he's counting when he's here. So, yeah, we missed Jared. So, but. <laughs> 
He's not. He's with the college class tonight, helping them do their outreach. And last but not least, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only. Let's give it up for Andrew Griever. <laughs> Those people follow me everywhere. I go. <laughs> well, I'm no. working on a restraining order right now, but <laughs> that'd be they awesome. They won't leave me alone. <laughs> I would love that to have like just like two or three people who slow clap for me. Yeah, everywhere you go. Everywhere I go, just slow clap. Yeah. It, it, like really, it really. Pathetic manner, just like that. So well, let's practice that right now. Let's say Justin walks into oh Best Buy, oh, your favorite okay. store. Okay, okay. And then you, and you um and you walk in the door, and the guy at the door says, "Hey, it's Justin Binge." And then all of a sudden, yes, you know how awesome this would be. <laughs> like, come on, let's take in the brilliancy <laughs> here, okay? I mean, that is awesome. Right I'm gonna, there, like, at download the... this sound clip and then just go behind him and just start it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> he swipes his debit card. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we we could do that. Are you All right, do that when the baby's born. <laughs> <laughs> no, so our our son's name is gonna be Justice. Whenever he's born, mm-hmm. whenever like I hand him to you or to uh-huh. mom, I'm gonna be like, Justice is served. Oh, <laughs> I waited for that one because that would have been a really, really good one to bring up, just well, like right there on the spur. Well, can, well mom hasn't dad. heard it yet, so mom hasn't heard yeah, it yet. So there you go. We'll there you go. For her. Your dad hasn't she, heard it yet either. Because she doesn't listen to these podcasts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I can say all I want. She don't listen to it. She <laughs> know about it. So, but uh, all right, let's get moving on with our topic today. We still, we will still do pod jinx today, and we'll have a fill in. Taylor's going to fill in for uh, Travis today. To do pod jinx. Yeah. Oh, you want the old snap button? I got favorite. over here. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Oh, there snap. it is. Okay. <laughs> so we'll have pod jinx today, and we will do our toy box. I have something for toy box today, by the way. I have a sound bite I want to play and uh, that I've seen on Facebook this week. So, all right, let's talk about transition or graduation. It's uh, that time of year, I guess. Right now it's September, and most churches, I guess, like like everyone going, all the kids going back to school. Most churches they graduate their kids up to the next class or grade level. Again, to reemphasize here, what we do here at our church, we have a kids church, so we have all of our kids ages five to twelve. So when we have incoming kids, they're coming from the toddler class to our kids church. Typically, I think most place most churches probably 50-50 by now. They're doing Sunday school classes, so you have more classes. You have new kids coming in and new kids going out, or the old kids going out. So let's talk about maybe what the kids go through and maybe how, you know, we want to uh, deal with that. As in any topic we talk about, we can't cover everything. We don't know everything. We pretend we do, but we don't. So well, I don't? Yeah. And then so what we do, we just kind of touch on a few things here. And I actually gave out the, the topic uh, for today's podcast late yesterday, and so I didn't have time to squish on all my notes and distribute uh, talking points to the staff to do their own parts. So I kind of got my rough draft notes and, and I prepped them and said, get ready to do this here. And, uh, and I'll go through, I kind of do a monologue with it and they're going to kind of interject as we go along here. If anything applies to you guys, just hop in there and say something. Okay. And then Andrew has something for something. Something. Yes. Yes. It applied. Okay. Let's talk about uh, transition point. Number one, (laughs) <laughs> transition is is temporary whenever the kids come in you know the graduation and there's sometimes there's some changes with the kids because they're coming into a new class sometimes there's some effects that go on there but it's a temporary thing so when kids transition or graduate up into the next level from your class they go to the next class above you 
there's nothing you can do with that naturally because they're going out and you you know if they have if a child goes into a class where you know they have problems because they went to a new class and they have fear and everything you don't have to deal with that because they're no longer there we're concerned about the kids coming in to our class from the lower grades so however when that transition comes into your class special attention is going to be required by some students and that's going to be kind of challenging so, like I said, the transition process is generally temporarily with most kids. When they come in there, give them a service or two, and they adapt to it pretty good, especially if they're kids that's already in your church and they're familiar with the kids in there and, and they're familiar with everybody. It's easy, you know, adaptation there. Larger churches could have a little bit more challenges going on with them. But there are a few exceptions. There's a child or two here and there that when they come into your class, you know, there might be an issue or two. And we, not to be focusing on minor things, but it's something, you know, we want to be aware and be prepared for. If we alert, if we're alert in this season, when new kids are coming to our classes, we can address the issues promptly and, and tactfully. And again, we're focusing on new kids on the block, not, not the ones going out, but the ones that are coming in, okay? So as we go on here for point number two, this is where I want you guys to get ready to open up and, and give me your thoughts here. To set all this up and that we can talk about it, I want you guys to uh, put on your imagination caps and go all the way back in your time machine, your way back machine, and remember when you were in school and you were, yeah, you're going to school, maybe in the elementary grades, and you're going to a new grade, it'll be second, third, or fourth, or fifth, or whatever. Reflect on those days and how did you feel back then going to school in a new class, maybe even a new town or whatever? New grade, how did you guys feel? Whoever wants to go first. Well, whenever, <clears throat> whenever we moved from Illinois to North Carolina, it took me a bit to get adjusted to the new school um, because this is, I'm going to try and make this sound <laughs> the least terrible that I can. Illinois is not a very um, densely... Populated? Ethnic, ethnic uh-huh. area. Not a lot of multi- so It's not, not very diverse. Multi- it's yeah. not diverse. Yeah, it's not yeah. very diverse. Not a lot of multicultural. And so we had one girl <laughs> in our entire school <laughs> that was African American. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to North Carolina. 75% of the school was. Mm-hmm. The language was different. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot more crude. And it was, like, my last year of middle school. And so it was very hard because not only am I having to find new friends, I know absolutely nobody. I was, you know, still kind of saddened over the move, and then I was having to get used to all these different changes that I had never been accustomed to. Culture shock. Culture Yeah, it was really a culture shock. So that was... That was a big transition for me, and it, it, it took me a couple months to get used to it, honestly. That's was, a good point to bring up because I never even thought about that. And when you look at the secular school and you go into a culture change like you did because you have blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans there where we were at, mm-hmm. and you had, you know, you had people from all over the world there. We had a military base and there, and so, yeah, it, it was a culture shock, and... I can imagine coming from where we were in Illinois, uh, predominantly just white, southern Illinois, down where we were at, and to Carolina, where we moved to at the time. It was a big culture shock. 
And yeah, to, to kids, I can see where that would kind of intimidate you. So we're going through these things kind of set up here a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll pull us into kids' church here in just a second. Uh, Justin or Andrew, either of you have an experience you want to share with us? I was going to say that um, going from grade to grade never really bothered me too much. Um, the idea of school bothered me. Um, but no, it was more like I think what really intimidated me the most but at the same time excited me was going from elementary to middle and then middle to high, especially middle to oh, high because yeah. – you just never really knew exactly what to expect. You mean when you get to the eighth grade, mm-hmm. you're at the top of the chain, you're the yep. big top dog, yep. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, you're excited because, oh, my God, I mean, I'm getting older, I'm cool, you know what I mean? I'm going to be in high school. high school. But at the same time, you're at the bottom of the ladder, and you have no idea uh-huh. what is ahead right. of you. So that really intimidated me big time. But I've also you also got to look at that as, um, and I think this is a good way for, like, kids to look at it during what, like, the, the topic on hand is, is you've you've climbed that ladder, mm-hmm. and now you just have a new ladder to climb, but in a good way, like yeah. like 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 a um, you have an obje- you have a new objective, like you've completed this, and now you got now now complete this. You mm-hmm. mean, keep on moving up. You got to start all over again. Yeah, but not necessarily starting all over. Well, I mean, yeah, in, in, a, way, in a sense, yeah, in a social, in, in a way, yeah. in a social way, yeah, yeah. yeah. because I, I mean, sometimes it's hard for people to believe, but I suffer from social anxiety, so like. I mean, the idea of, like, going to a different school, which I actually have been to a lot of different county schools where I've moved. Let me ask you this. You you do have a social anxiety. Is it worse now or is it worse when you was a kid? What do you think, honestly? Or is it about the same? I think it's actually – it was worse back then because, of course, going into the military, you know, me forced me to kind of – get out of my comfort zone okay and then and then on top of that um now i'm going to college you know what i mean i I, and i think i think just the maturing process Mm -hmm. is also causing me to come out of that shell so i mean yeah at at some point it's either it's either you mean make some progress in your life and get out of that shell or stay in that shell and, and, and i mean not to say that you can't make progress while in that shell, but it's 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 much more difficult because you're going to have to talk to people you're going to have to do public speaking in some shape or form eventually in your lifetime, and, yep. and I'm terrible at that. I'm so bad. <laughs> I, you're, you're talking to thousands and millions of people right now. Well, I know, but see, this is the thing. No. Well, and, and, the, and the crazy part about it is, is I've actually I've, been, I've discussed this before. Is like I'm an Uber driver. When I'm in an Uber, it doesn't bother me. I can talk to people all day long. I don't know why, but it's like I'm good there. But even like situations like if like well, you're I'm focused on the, with two or three people, and if, but if you're up in a crowd, well and. I mean, if like, say, if I I call somebody like a customer support line, mm-hmm. it triggers. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't like talking to people I don't know over the phone. But like, but it's okay with them in your car. Yeah. Well, I don't, it's just it's just weird. Like that's what I'm saying. I, it's, I, like, it's, weird. I, I, it's weird. I can partially understand that. It, it's it's I, weird. I hate you're, not, to... you're not seeing their face, so you can't like play right. off of what right, they're. Like, Maybe, maybe it's there harder to read their read. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe that might be something to do with it. Actually, yeah, All I right. never really thought about that. Andrew, um, well, mainly for me would be swapping schools because I have lived in five states. Um, so I've been to a lot of different schools. Um, but that that that's probably the biggest one for me is just swapping schools, getting to. So what what emotions did you feel? Was it um, just like unsettled or? Yeah, just like 
the heck am I supposed to do? Yeah, here? not knowing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're yeah. like I don't know anybody here. Nobody knows me. I mean, that can also be kind of a good thing. Um, you know, completely fresh start. Like nobody knows your past. You're just you're new. Like the they know you from that point until forward. Until unless you tell them everything else. But like I, I never really had any major problems. Mm-hmm. Um, grade to grade never bothered me at all. Um, it was more state to state. Yeah, it was school more to school, 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 yeah. to, school to school or even state to state because the cultures are completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tennessee to West Virginia. Oh, I love yeah. Tennessee <laughs> so much more. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I, I, that's because I, I was in, I was in, um, I think, in the county in North Carolina, but I can't remember saving my life. But uh, I was in uh, that county, and then I moved to my dad's, which was in Lee County. And then, so you're changing up schools that went from that elementary school right. to a new elementary school. And then I finally graduated middle school. But halfway through middle school, I moved up to Ohio and went to a middle school for one year there. And then from there, directly graduated and went, and went, to, went to high school. So, yeah, yeah, it's terrible. My, my worst was getting out of middle school, eighth grade, going into high school. I had, I was like 50-50 for the longest time. I was like so excited to go to high school and be a freshman and every time I got excited about it, all I ever heard was, oh, wait till you get old. You're going to get initiated. All the freshmen oh, get initiated. No. And, back, and this is back in the uh, 80s. And so. Back whenever stuff like this was allowed to happen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. That, that's still, that's still Nowadays, a you can't even look at someone wrong. Exactly. And so, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I was intimidated a lot. I was like, I, w- I was so excited and ready to go to high school, but I just, the other half of me, I was just. Uh, clinched, and I was like, you know, what's going to happen? Because, you know, we all had enemies. We all had the bullies back then, uh, like they do today. But they were just there waiting for you to your first week as a freshman. You know, you're a fresh meat. The fresh meat. Yes. And 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 waiting for you. So Even, like, on top of that, though, like, if you think about it, like, situations like me and Andrew were in, we never really got a chance to like make like a really really good friend, almost like to the point where you would call them your best friend, right? And have somebody to go through those transitions with. You were constantly pretty much having to make those transitions on your own. Mm-hmm. You know I mean because your parents, you mean they got to go to work, right, whatever right. they got to do. Your your siblings yeah. are in a different grade, possibly even a different grade school. Per, you mean middle yeah. or high? So you're having to go through that stuff by yourself. So like, I think that's like a. That's like probably a whole nother segue, of course. But yeah. Uh, now, now the reason I had everyone go through that was because just, you know, of all the experiences you just heard, I'm sure those that listen can add so much more to it with your experiences. Now, just pull all that together and, you know, envision, you know, this one new child that comes into your classroom. He's going through something like that, probably, especially if he's... Um, you know, you pick your age, whatever. Especially if he's their family's new to church, it's it's more so. You got a kid that's new to church there. Um, maybe it's just a child that's coming out of toddler or coming out of a, uh, you know, a primary class or whatever, and and moving on up to the next grade, still tender and still young, and maybe they're just not a social bug, you know, like a lot of their kids are, and so they come in and you don't really know this kid. All right, let's take it at that. Let's say you really don't know this kid and, uh, or their family. And so they're coming in there, and a lot of times, because we're just there with them one hour a week anyway, we just kind of go with the flow and move and don't really pay much attention to this one child that's new there. 
And as hard as it it is for us to build a kid's church or class in attendance, you know, you might have 12, 15, or 20 kids. That one child is very valuable, okay? That's very valuable anyway as a soul. And if if, if you're, you know, wanting to build up, you know, he's even more valuable to you. Every child is valuable when they come in there, regardless of how many uh, you, you carry every Sunday. And it's easy for us to just stay with the group that we already have and keep going and, and just think, take it for granted that, okay, this kid will just adapt and be okay. And a lot of times it is. It does work. You know, a couple of Sundays, if you really have a program that's kicking and going, they'll adapt in there. But let's talk about the kids that, you know, aren't going to adapt as easily because they're transitioning into, they're the younger kid, they're coming into a class of bigger and older kids, just like they do at school, okay? So, and, and the first thing I want to say is, just because you're in a church does not mean human emotions aren't present. And that, I think, is our biggest mistake, is we lean back and, and say, well, we're in church, you know, how can they not be happy? You know, so I'm like, you know, I'm not too sure about that. Well, life happens. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're in a church. There's Everyone still has anger and feelings of hate and, yeah. you know, and frustrations and, and stuff and fear. Personality clashes. Oh, yeah. Like, yes. I don't, I don't care. I, I mean, you can love Jesus with all your heart. I love Jesus with all my heart. If you're annoying... I, you're annoying. Like, I, I, I don't care. I mean, yeah. yeah, we'll both probably go to heaven, but if I don't have to talk to you on the way there, I'm not going to. Like, just because we're in the same church, I don't got to be that nice to you. Like, I'll say hi or whatever, but like... Be respectful. Right. But you yeah. don't... It, well, don't, I mean, don't be rude. That's that's the basis of it. Like, if they say hi, say hi back. Don't be like, I don't like it. That's one thing I love about our church. Don't is, develop a click. Is, uh, right. You know, is everybody? I mean, you get you got your 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 people that you like to hang out with. Not not saying that we're not friends with the other people. You know I mean, uh, it's just, it, you, you it's can't a, hang around everybody yeah, exactly. all the time. Like, it's, it's, like, way, it's, it's way we are. It's, like, it's your main group. Mm-hmm. Like that, you can put it that way. Yeah, like like we hang out with. You mean the group? You mean that we typically hang with? Like you mean uh, uh, Alexa and Travis and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And. But I mean, we, I don't. I don't go hang out with, say, Andrew Glover all the time. Not right. to say, I mean, he's a really cool guy, and I mean, right. You mean all that, but I mean, it's just I mean, there's just not a chemistry there. To right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not right. a common ground where you actually and, have and a you had the same thing when you was in the military. Them. You had so oh yeah, same. Everyone, everyone where Every, you're yeah, at, right. that's job, right. you name it. So anyway, uh, the symptoms that kids can face, most will uh, experience a level of you know when they when they're coming in intimidation, fear. Uh, uncertainty and anxieties. A lot of that's probably developing and it's right there with them and you can see it on them a lot of times. And that's where I think, you know, okay, just give them a couple of Sundays old, they'll get used to it, it'll be all right. And I've done this, I've done that. That's how I've responded to some kids before. And that, oops, that can be a mistake. So you, you gotta be careful. Few kids will come in and approach it with a with that uh, go forward attitude. You know, they come in there, they're uh, anticipating, they're challenged, they're excited and they're, they're good to go. You ain't gotta worry about those kids. But the ones that are coming in with the anxieties and whatnot, uh, those are the ones that uh, we kind of want to look at and, you know, in the back of our minds and and our peripheral spiritual vision, watch these kids and be able to be there and and, uh, implement a plan, okay? Which brings me to the third point is change. And transition is pretty much that, that definition. It's a change process, transitioning from one class on up, okay? They're starting over. They're climbing another ladder, a new 
phase they're climbing up until they start from the bottom again, going back up with older kids, and, and uh, the format's different. Uh, the teacher's different. Uh, the students are different. And as humans, sometimes we don't like change. Even as adults, we, don't, we get in our ruts and our grooves, and we don't like change as much. Well, kids are the same way, except kids will manage their change differently than we do as adults because we mature, well, most of us do, <laughs> and, and we try to mature, and when we, we try to adapt with change. We try to handle and manage it better in a more mature way. But kids will be kids, and they will manage their change through straight behavior, outward expressed, you know, unrefrained behavior. And in this case, if it's going to be, if it's rough on them and they're having a hard time, they're struggling with it, their transition, uh, their anxiety can show through whining, uh, tantrums, or if it's a full-blown meltdown, you know, it, you might be having more problems than a transition change. It, you know, some kids are ADHD or whatever you want to call it, and they have other issues and, uh, that you don't know about. Which brings me to the next one uh, point is I like to call the quote about me, unquote. So how many of you ever seen on a web page, maybe a blog or something like that, or what's on your Facebook page? The About Me tab, okay? A little bit about yourself. Well, when your kids come inside your kid's church, they don't come with an About Me or an instruction sheet or a background info sheet. You know nothing about these kids, most likely. Let's pretend in this case, you know, again, it's a new family, new child. Just been there a few months, and it's transition time. They've already graduated out of the class they were in, and uh, they're in your uh, class now. You know, you you never know. They don't come in there with the paper that says, this is about me. Uh, this is what will trigger me. This is what I need to help me out. It doesn't happen like that way. So you know, naturally, you know, meeting with the parents, you know, trying to find out a little bit about it, introducing yourself is, is always something you want to do. Uh, that just kind of goes without saying, but we'll throw it in there anyway. But beyond that, prepare ourselves to figure out, you know, we have to prepare ourselves in, in real time, you know, every Sunday by Sunday or Wednesday by Wednesday that we get to know this child, and if they're not responding, they're not participating, they're reclusive, they're still shy, you know, how do we get in there, you know, because the class before, they were doing fine, and you knew that, you know, you heard from the previous teacher, they were, they, oh, they're great, you know, one of my best students or whatever, active, and they come on the earth, they get, like, totally shut down, and so maybe it's just because of the transition, okay, we, we don't, you never know, so knowing that you'll need to prepare, uh, prepare yourself to initiate that plan when that child appears to be very reclusive or from any negative emotions. So who and what can help with the transition issues? And especially with the very young kids, the toddlers and whatnot that come up into the beginners and primaries and all that kind of stuff. We talked about this in one episode before, and this was an answer as well. What can help with the transition issue with your child, with the child is the parents, number one. Because sometimes the parent and child, or the parent is, you know, attached so much to the child, they have to watch everything that child does. Whenever I want to talk to that parent or parents, whenever you take that child to public school, I know you're not in class with them. I know you're not out the door looking in the window for the first hour or two. You take that kid to school, or you let them go on the bus, and you deal with it. But for whatever reason, when you bring them to Sunday school, there's this attachment that you bring and you carry into the classroom here at church with our teacher and our staff and the other kids. 
and you're very clingy. You're there. It takes you a few minutes to get out of the classroom, and when you get out, you're peeking through the door, and when you finally take off, you're coming back, you know, 20 minutes later, peeking through the window or sneaking in, checking on your child. you got to stop that, especially if your child is graduating to a new class. Leave them alone and leave us alone. And there, now, for those of you teachers that are listening to this, and you're probably having a sigh of uh, uh, relief, let those parents listen to this. We'll, tell, we'll do the work for you. Parents, leave that kid alone and let the teachers handle this child. Now, if we need your help, we'll come back and ask you. And there are those cases where the parent does need to be there. If there's yeah. special issues with the child, it's you know, prearranged and discussed and forewarned, hey, he has issues. I have to be in here for a few services. That is totally fine. You know, until they get warmed up and accustomed to everyone, that's fine. I'm talking about that parent that just clingy to their kid. They just have to watch and see everything, and they just don't, they don't trust us. So that's the first thing that we can help with the transition issue is parents leave those little bitty kids alone, and we're going to take care of them, okay? Here's some ideas uh, I guess we can kind of tinker around with. If you guys have any ideas here to add to these as we go along, uh, feel free to jump in. How about whenever you have new kids coming into your class, uh, a wholesome welcome from the students. Uh, prepare something because you just sent your kids off, your graduates. You had a part, we had a party for our graduates, okay? I don't think we have any new kids coming in here with us right now this time. Not yet. I haven't seen, but uh, I guess if we did, we would probably need to maybe arrange something in the same fashion with like new kids coming in. A welcome party. A welcome party. Yes, thank you. And then and do the same thing as they come in here. Not just let, hey, come over and have a seat. You'll get to know everybody. You'll be fine. You'll have fun. Enjoy the service. Worship God, and, and you'll have a great day. When you have a graduation party, have a welcome party for the new kids coming in to your class. And, uh, create that atmosphere of acceptance, and that, that has to be created by everybody. Focus on the new kids and try to avoid them as much. Because if you try to avoid them and just say, come on in here, have a seat, and we're glad you're here, blah, blah, and just go on normal as you normally do, you're just feeding their suspicions. And then it was those anxieties just feeding it, okay, if you just ignore it and think they're going to uh, walk in. So in, in addition to a welcome party or as opposed to maybe just a welcome gift package. You know, when they come in, you know, hey, kids, this is Johnny. He's is his first Sunday here. He graduated. We're glad he's here. Let's all stand, give him a hand clap or say hi. I want to come up here and uh, shake his hand. We're going to give him this nice gift package here, this gift basket. Or thank you, you know, Johnny, for being here with us. And we're your friends and and and. and Whatever, something like that, make them feel welcome and warm. Receive something from everyone there. Something else you can do is prepping a student. Again, I talk about Kana. She, she's this girl here. She's probably the oldest girl in our class now, and she's like a mother. She yeah, acts like she, that. She nurtures every new kid. <laughs> yep, and, and we just let her go. And just like Amanda's foster child, mm-hmm. what's her name? Nevaeh. Nevaeh. Nevaeh and Gabby. And Kana has, which one's the oldest one? Gabby. Gabby's the oldest one. Kana, I've already noticed that she is having her sit with her mm-hmm. in the main service on well, Sunday morning. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're talking about in the main sanctuary? Yeah, main yeah. sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. We, we actually, at, we looked over at Amanda, was like, oh, where's Gabby? She was like, oh, I'm sitting up there with the Rowans. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, so Kana, she's just like that. And it's just a natural gift that she has. And when this new kid comes, a new girl comes in there, she just attaches to him and becomes their friend. And that is our best alibi. It really is because it makes it makes the whole process so much. Because, I mean, oh, man. some kids just don't connect with the adults like they do with their own people they're 
and 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 well, like us, we're again we're blessed to have so many adults on our staff. Someone's going to connect there. Someone's going to you know connect to the child. In addition to that, so but having a student in your class, you know that you can come up to and depend on and and talk to the hey we got this new uh, girl come here. Would you mind introducing yourself and 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 it gives them that sense of responsibility and a challenge and a, and a need, a field to be needed and wanted to be used. And those kids will do that. And so we're, we're blessed to have Kana to help us with a situation like that. And last one here, test opportunities to use or involve new students. And how could you do that? If you're in your kid's church. Can you repeat the question one more time? Uh, well, the, the uh, test and look for an opportunity to use this new student. If you're teaching a lesson and you need a helper. Okay. Use, use that kid in, as a helper. Or just simply ask for volunteers and see if they pop up their hand. If they don't, that tells you that they don't like to be in the limelight. So find something that they can do to assist you that doesn't cause them to be in the limelight. Very good. Yes. like that. Ask for volunteers. Because that's what I would want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, if somebody asks for volunteers, um, like, and I know I'm going to be in the spotlight, this guy ain't raising his hand. Yeah. And right. ain't doing that's it. a real good indicator right <laughs> there. I mean, now, like, I mean, if somebody asks me to be a volunteer, you know what I mean, I'm more than be, I'll be cooperative. I might not be happy about it. So but. we can test all kinds of things here. So we, we first thing we ask the kids, all right, I need someone to help me clean the room up real quick before we move on. I need three helpers, and they... Yeah. If they don't want to raise, they don't raise their hand. Okay. I got some candy, some treats to pass out for everyone doing a good job today. Who I need two people to uh, raise their hand. Come help me. See, and then maybe they raise their hand then. Or back to the lesson. I need two people to help me with my lesson today to come up here and be a character for me it can and see if they raise their hand or not. Tell you what they're comfortable with and yeah. their strengths. Exactly. Or the most popular one will be who wants to play this game. Yes, the game. Yeah. That always seems to help here. Because we got most well, of our boys, they'll play a game and whenever, everything else they sit on you. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you're thinking about transitioning, you got to remember that these kids are coming from a um, littler, well, um, lower age class where they probably have a lot of room to move around and everything. Like, we're kind of going to be <clears throat> a little bit on the struggle bus whenever we get new kids because they're coming from the toddler room. Mm-hmm. They yep. play with toys. They dance around. They might sit down in color, but they're not forced to. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to come into Connects. Free and, range. Yeah, they're, they're free range. <laughs> then they're going to come into Connects and be like, okay, sit down on this bench. You have to mm-hmm. sit on the littlest one because if you sit on the big one, you might fall off. So you have to sit right here, mm-hmm. and you can only get up when we let you. And so it's going to be like a huge transition, and that might cause some problems. And so probably picking the little kids for the game first might get some of their energy out. Yeah. Be like, okay, mm-hmm. this isn't, I mean, it's different, but, hey, we can still have fun here. And what you said brings us to the last one here is transitioning affects the staff. And so this is kind of a shotgun here. We're, we just had five of our biggest kids, you know, brass kids move out at, all at once from our kids' church. And it hurt. It hurts us, and it does because they were – the ones who are very active, raised their hands, knew the answers, and participated, and were left. What I'm, I'm, you know, I'm over exaggerating here. I'm, I feel like we've left with a bunch of toddlers now, but we're not. We still got we got Andrew like and Kane. It feels like that. Yeah, because you take off the top bar. And oh all of a man, you're just left with a bunch. Of, the horizon kind of flattened out a little we, bit. We, we, we got the kids <laughs> who who really don't participate a whole lot. They kind of sit there on yeah. you. 
So and now they're at the top, and they're the ones in the but forefront. But as I say, that might that might help out though, because mm-hmm. now that they're the older, they feel mm-hmm. a little bit more confident yeah. in the situation. Yeah, maybe now that they they feel that they're the they're the head people, yeah, the top dog. They're, yep. Yeah, they're they're the biggest ones in the class. Maybe they'll do something. But and I told a couple. I told uh, Stewie, Andrew, and it seemed like someone else. Jaden. Jaden. Yes, I told Jaden that. Yeah, they're the next and, one. And I said, guys, I said they're leaving. I said, you guys need to step it up. You're in the spotlight now, and you need to be the example for everyone else in class. And so they they seem to accept that. Yeah. And, yeah, they'll do good. And we still got a couple, Andrew and Kane, I think they'll, they'll do it. Stewie, I think, will we'll do his job. best to get up there. I think he'll t- accept the challenge and do the best he can. And so, yeah, that, that challenges us because now we have um, – they're gone, and we have to refocus – I don't know what to say, our, our – Refocus our mentality structure because we have a different structure of kids now. How are these kids going to respond to us now? Are they going to step up and fill those shoes, or are we going to be struggling? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you got to think. Sometimes those kids just played off of the reactions of the older kids that we lost. So now that those older kids aren't there to get them all motivated, how are they going to be? Right. Covenant offering. And, and, how, and how long will the learning curve take? Oh man, yeah. So, for them to realize, okay, well, I got to do this because they were doing that to me. How long is it going to take for them to realize what they need to do? Exactly. All right. Well, that's we've said a whole lot already. I have said a bunch. I've said too much. So we got to move along here. A lot more, like I said, that we could be said about transitions and stuff. So we hope you guys do well with your transitions and your classes and your kids. And I'm sure we can talk more about it later on. But as for now, let's move along here. <laughs> you've all been waiting for it's time for pod jinx where corny kids jokes never grow old here's your joy filled jester Travis taylor binge with baby <laughs> w4 slash space baby it's recording now <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, please welcome Taylor Binge doing podging today. And for Travis Johnson. Take it away, Taylor. All right. So, <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. All right, first one. What did the football coach say to the broken machine? Football coach say to the broken. What kind of machine? A vending machine. Give me my quarterback. <laughs> Come on! Are you serious? Did you know that one? Yes. <laughs> Is he right, Taylor? Unfortunately. <laughs> the rules. If you know the answer, you have to I'm wait. I'm guessing till out loud. Oh, you you knew what the answer was. Yeah, we're just gonna guess out loud. Uh. <laughs> All right, next one, Taylor. <laughs> Go ahead. Gord ahead. <laughs> All right. What lies at the bottom of the sea shaking? What lies at the bottom of the sea shaking? A salt shaker. I'm Has thinking the ocean salt, 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 salt shaker. I'm thinking yeah. the ocean salt. I think that's what I, I was I thinking. Think it's too literal though. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't fit. No, too literal would be the plates. 
the shifting oh, the shifting Lord. plates. Plat- That'd be too late. Shaking. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it has to do something with salt. All right. Was we close? No. Way off. I thought we were. Oh man. A nervous wreck. Oh man. A what? A nervous wreck. Why does that have to be at the bottom of the ocean? Because it's I don't... like a, a shipwreck. Oh, I. Like no. they always call her. No, no, I actually no, can give no, her that no. one, honestly. I oh my god! I'm not gonna lie. That one actually. <laughs> I was like, why does that have to be the bottom? Crossing your wife. Shipwreck. No, I'm not biased. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking on it. What's the question again? What lies at the bottom of the sea, shaking? And, and the answer a is a nervous, nervous wreck. wreck. Like a shipwreck. And he, he's shaking yeah, because he's I'm nervous. I'm telling you that. that okay. That, it, it's not. I don't know. Okay, if, I, if, I can see now. If but. it takes if it takes that long to understand it, <laughs> it, it deserves the elevator music. <laughs> At first, I didn't get it, but yeah. All right, Taylor, number three. Why did the stadium get hot after the game? Why did the stadium? Okay, is it baseball, football, soccer? It's just a sports stadium. Just a sports stadium. So what was the question again? Why did the stadium get hot after the game? Because the sun came out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. I have no clue. Yeah, this has got me stumped. Completely stumped. Because the sun I, came out. All the fans left. Oh, that is a good one. Oh, that's a trap <laughs> one right there. That's a good one. Was that the third one or yes, second? Yes, that was oh, the third one. I didn't play the right sound bo- uh, sound clip there. There it is. Wait a minute, because he had little legs. <laughs> what? I think we need to do a podcast edit. Oh yeah, we shouldn't let our listeners hear that. We have to two thirty. Ta- take that out. Take that. <laughs> Let's take all that out so no one here hears that. We have to podcast edit. And let's give it up for Taylor Binge. That nervous wreck, man. That was good. Doing the apologies today and uh, for Travis Johnson, who's not here at home with uh, a tooth. This is all the fans left. Let's go into our toy box segment. And this is where we kind of... Go shotgun here and talk about. Wait, what stuff. happened to the? Oh, that is the wrong one, isn't yeah, bring, bring it? Oh, man. Oh, no, oh, that is that's not professional. We have to do another edit. We have to take that off the recording here. Where's Ant Man? Podcast no. edit. And we want to thank Taylor for standing in for Travis today. She did an awesome job on. What are you guys laughing at? On a. It's an inside they're, joke. Yeah. They're still laughing about the joke. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for podging today, <laughs> so let's Rick. move along to our <laughs> final segment today. <laughs> Toy box. Kind of go shotgun here and talk about stuff. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> I never heard that part before. <laughs> 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 he was one of the fans that left, and I've got something to say for Toy Box. I think uh, Andrew, Andrew does too. Yeah. I want to see a video of him doing this. Who, Travis? No, Paul Rudd. Andrew? Just got to visualize him doing it. Like yes. it just... 
That's what makes All it right. awesome. All right, toy box. Um, Andrew, I uh, think I know uh, you had something you wanted to say earlier in relation to topic we had today about transitioning Yes, we we forgot to bring it up. Yes, so we're going to do it in toy box. So fire away. (coughs) 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 Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. I think (coughs) the cough button. Yeah, press the cough button. Call the Irish guy and have him do it for you. (laughs) Can the Irish guy do it for you, or do you want to do it? I can see if I can get him on real quick. Okay, awesome. uh, Let me try to get him a phone call. You get the phone. There it is. I'm sending him a text of what I want him to say right now. Yeah, send him a text too. There it went. Awesome. I'm calling him here. The Irish guy. What do you want? Oh, hey, is this the Irish guy? What do you think by the sound of my voice? Uh, you sound like the Irish guy. This is right. Randy Why from... are you calling me and it's, texting me? It's the podcast. We want to know if you'll do this uh, little segment here for Toy Box with us today. And uh, for Andrew, would you be willing to help him out here? He's got the notes right here for you. All he, right, He texts them to you. All right. Take I it see away. the message. All right. Read it word for word. Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Do whatever. Yeah. Do whatever you want. All right. All right. Let's get it. In case you have one or two new kids that appear to be reclusive, shy, or slow to engage because they are new to the class, try engaging all the kids in a group project. I, th- I think that's a great idea. Thanks. That, I, yeah, that was, that was a tough one to come up with. It yeah. Was, yes. <laughs> These are small tools to implement. That's a tough word. Implement. <laughs> they will help incorporate even the most intimidated child and decrease the feeling of inadequacy. I'm a good reader. That's pretty good. <laughs> These will put everybody on the same playing field, which offers an emotional comfort for the child. Well, he read yes. that text. I'm not done yet. Hold oh, on. Okay, sorry about that. There's a li- oh, there's more text coming in. <laughs> okay, they're coming in bullet points. <laughs> Dive right into a warm-up or icebreaker activity. Oh, that, yeah, that sounds fun. You could also read aloud the Bible verse of the day. You could watch a short video or interject a short snack. I like snacks. You could interject a short (laughs) snack break. Oh, I'd like some snacks. Oh, that'd be good. I like that. That's some good notes you made there. Now, maybe I need to institute that in my church. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, How are things over there in the Irish church? Oh, you know, 90% of the population's drunk, but it's okay. (laughs) What? <laughs> but you have the 10%, right? That's God's requirement. Yeah, they're all in my church. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's some other churches. I don't know what they're doing, but there's, they're still not sober. <laughs> what is this music? <laughs> Okay, I'll take the music off, Irish man. Oh, Am I done here? <laughs> well, you know what? I think you might be. We really appreciate you helping us out today and helping Andrew <clears throat> with the list there. Yeah, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate it. So I guess he already hung up. He's already... Yeah, he already, yeah. Oh, man, he's very, he's very quick to hang up. Well, well, maybe he'll continue to reach out to those uh, drunks out there. In I, I hope he does. So. <laughs> well, there's got to be a light there, you know, so I'm glad he's there to... Shine it. To shine it, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, all right, well, um, that's all for that toy box. 
<laughs> I'm going to do this one more thing here, and we're going to get out of here. Okay. Now, now this here really changed up gears a lot. I there's a movie coming out <clears throat> in in October, and it's it's a one night only, and I hope it's in the area where you live at. And if you're my age, uh, you'll probably want to go see this. Before Toby Mac, there was Russ Taff. And uh, do any of you guys know who Russ Taff is? Oh, yes. I do. Oh, okay. yes. I can't say that. So either. I'm sorry. There, there is wow. a movie coming out, Get and out. here's a soundbite from the Facebook commercial. Shame is a prison. I was locked up in Shame's prison for over 40 years. Behind its bars, I was safe. Isolated and hiding from pain. Disconnected from my family and everyone I ever loved. Abused as a child, shame told me that it was my fault. Singing for Jesus and living a secret life as an alcoholic, shame whispered, there is no hope. But prison doors were made to be open. Captives can be set free. I learned the gospel was greater than I could have possibly imagined. I am a child of the king. I am broken. I'm an alcoholic. I'm forgiven. I'm Russ Taff, and I still believe. Uh, rest of that is just basically movie clips there and music. Uh, now, when I heard that, that took me for a loop. You know, I mean, I didn't know that about him. Um, so I'm interested, interested in seeing the movie and seeing how that all works out, kind of like a little documentary thing on Russ Taff and um, struggled with some things in his life there while he continued on. Now, that that's a whole new thing in itself, a new, a new different topic, maybe not a kid man topic, but, uh, you know... Uh, an artist like that who did that so much singing for years. And like I said before, Toby Mac, Russ Teff was my guy. That's all I ever listened to was him. And then, uh, um, you know, and then here, this farther down the road, found out he struggled a lot through his years with alcohol. And so um, it, ma- it makes you wonder. You know, I guess it's a good thing that he hung in there, you know, and didn't give up because a lot of people, when they hit something like that, uh, and their walk with God, they they become so ashamed they just stop everything and go back. They don't feel worthy. Yeah, and and, and we don't. And so that's my toy box is is um, um, you know some people will look at him back in that day, and if they would have known what he was dealing with, they probably called him a hypocrite and everything in the book. So now hindsight, you know, at the end. You know, he got over it, and he's through, and he's still in there. Now what do we call him? For the people that called him a hypocrite back then, now what do you call him? Triumphant. Yeah, you know, and so it kind of makes us reflect on ourselves, you know, uh, when we see people today and in 2018, and, and we see someone who's been in church our life, and all of a sudden something is exposed about them, we still like to throw that hypocrite stone at people. A lot, and sometimes I think a lot of us have learned down through the years that no, I can't throw that because you know I'm, I may not be as guilty, but I still have faults too. But a little bit more mature and saying no, there's still hope, there's still triumph out there for you, 
and you do what you can to retain those people and help them through it, I guess. Um, I wonder how many other people out there like that, you know, that, that they're out there on the stage and in front of everybody all these years and their career is out there being in front of everyone, singing or preaching the gospel, you know. Um, you know, we're not the final judge on any of that stuff. And um, all you can do is love, show kindness, and support. Yeah, now, now if, if I guess if people continue to live in that way after it's been out there and they refuse to change, you have to, the Bible tells us we have to kind of draw our lines a little bit, you know, and, and, uh, and, and you know, there's a distance there. Still reach out to them, still be there for them. They're still a perimeter, though, if they're still there. But when they change, you know, you was there with them, and then you help them make it through. So because one day we might need that. We never see it ourselves. But uh, we may need someone to hang on to us. But I think I'll play the song I Still Believe at the end at the Reshut Down podcast. You ever remember that song, I Still Believe? That's one of his old ones. He had a, a Christian rock. You might remember it. You might remember it. it. Yeah, I was off the album Shake. And uh, I'll dig it up and we'll play it at the very end of the podcast. I'll drop it on there. And so I think the title of that movie is all kind of reflects that song a little bit so that he still believes. So anxious and excited to see that when it comes out. And I hope you get to see it as well. So anybody want to add anything to that? I know it's a big gear changer. Nothing? Awesome. Nope. All right. Well, anything else to add for anything? Taylor, anything for the toy box or Justin? I just got a couple crickets playing racquetball. A couple crickets playing racquetball? Mm-hmm. Nervous wreck. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, anything? Nope. Nothing? All right. Well, let's do our goodbyes. We, did, we haven't been doing the hello in forever, so let's do the goodbye. Okay. Ready? Goodbye. 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 Hello. I mean, goodbye. Jesus.